Welcome everyone to Upping the Stash. I am your host, Uppy. With me tonight, we have Stash. Stash, how are you? I'm doing fucking great, man. How is everybody, how's everybody doing tonight, man? We're doing fine. We'll, we'll find out. Beardo, Beardo's here. How are you? Uh, fan freaking fantastic. Good to have you. And it's kind of weird. It's just three of us. It's been a long time since there's just been yeah. three of us on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> so what's everyone drinking? I had Coronas and I'm doing uh, um, Jameson. Oh, okay. No, Jameson. <laughs> Didn't put them all in the same glass this time, huh? No. Not yet. I'm, it's still early in the evening. Very early. <laughs> Beardo, what do you got? I have been looking forward to this night for a very long time. Um, I've been planning it for a week. Um, so. I, I found out or I discovered last last year that I drink way too much beer way too often. So now I'm drinking beer like one or tw- two times a week. And so when I do get to drink, it's very planned out. And so this one I've been looking forward to all week. And it's a 50-50 from Dying Breed. Um, right now, definitely my top two in favorite beers. So... Um, I've been really excited about this. So drinking a 50-50, this one's actually about three quarters of the way gone. There's probably going to be another one opening up pretty shortly. <laughs> nice. Um, yeah, I almost went that route too. And I was like, I'm going to save the 50-50 for later. And yeah. I, I would just leave it at that. Um, but no, solid choice. Like I said, I considered it um, – that's not quite a daily drinker for me, but I drink it more regularly than I do other craft beers. So solid choice. I got one I've been holding on to for a while. I'm trying to break in, trying to break through my current box of beer I got in my pantry. <laughs> 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 it grows faster than I can drink it. Um, so I got one from um, a place that we've had before that I like. It's that um, I dr- Blanking on the name now. It's in Tennessee. Um, uh, let's see. It's this one's called Everclever. It's a double dry hopped double IPA. Fun little can, and I can't believe I'm spacing on the name. Bearded Ice Brewing. That's what it is. <clears throat> um, another good beer from them. I don't. I haven't had a bad one yet from them. So uh, another solid choice. It's not dying breed brewing, but that's good. If I was in Tennessee, I'd be happy to call this one of my beers. <laughs> so uh I think we're gonna have a quick and easy one for y'all tonight, which is good. We we've been inundating everyone with hour plus long podcast. Everyone loves a quickie. <laughs> yes. So we can do a quick one and a fun one. Uh, this idea came from Stash, the yawning Stash. He's tired. He wants to get to bed. Um, oh, basically, what are three things you would do if you won $500 million? So we chose a very large, arbitrary number. Um, I'm assuming we won the Powerball in this situation. Um, Should we all do one thing at a time? Yeah, I think we'll go three to one, maybe. Okay. All right. Um, Beardo, you seem pretty anxious. I'm going to let you go with your 
first thing you would do? All right. So uh, we'll start at my lowest value thing. So my number three, um, I would buy my dream car, which is a 1967 uh, Shelby GT500 uh, in forest green with a black interior. So that would be my number one choice. That's been my favorite car since I was, I don't know, first ever started looking at cars. And the tragic thing about this is when I started looking at at, at Shelby's in the, I don't know, early 90s probably, you mm-hmm. could pick up a Shelby for like $15,000, $20,000. Now you can't touch them for less than 100 and that's right. like rusted out, not moving. <laughs> so, so you have to dump a ton of money into it at that point. Yeah. yeah, and so I would be I would be spending big money on a perfect condition one. Nice, nice, solid goal. I think my lowest value thing I would do with a sum of money that large, um, I would try to actually make this podcast into like a business per se, where it's more of a full time thing where. You know, at that point, money is less of an object. So maybe hire some staff to handle social media or maybe even some writers to come up with ideas for us and pay for advertising, all the things that we can't do <laughs> that sound like yeah. fun. So mm-hmm. I, I think creating Upping the Stash podcast into some sort of business-like model would be my lowest value thing I would do with an embarrassment of riches. I I would I would take it a step further and say that not only would we would build it, but um, each of our hosts would have a studio in their apart in their place. <laughs> so it would it would be an adventure to where. <clears throat> Are you spending that, my money now? No, I'm spending, spending I'm spending my own money. I'm okay. I'm I, if we're going to make this a professional business. <laughs> I would, you would, you would do that part, but I would, I would add to the part of like, Hey, there's a stu- there's a, a mini studio in each person's, you know, residence so that, um, there's no, there's no qualms or uh, I, I can't, I can't meet this, um, you know, uh, this type of deadline or whatnot. Cause it's like, dude, you got, you got everything there for you. So make it happen. This is your second life. That's that's where that's where I would I would step in with my other my my part of my money. Um, I love that both of you guys' first thing was doing things for the podcast, and my first thing was like, nope. I'm just let's be honest. I'm just going to let you guys spend your money on me. I'm going to take advantage of it, and I'll continue to be here and be this awesome personality that I am. Yeah. So, well, in this case, spend I want your money, money on me, guys. He- well, that's fine because, yeah, in my case, you would still have to have your day job. So I wouldn't mind um, doing my own personal quote-unquote charity work. Perfectly okay with me. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. Yes. I thought, yeah, I thought I thought I had a talent, a talent director on my staff somewhere too. So. <laughs> All right. There's no talent here. <laughs> right. That's why we have like no listeners. <laughs> All right. Stash, what is your least uh value thing that you would do with a three? Um I would do a support a my least would be my, my support a local business. Um I I I lived in grew up in this area, so um I I love it because I went to school here, so 
that there would be some money dropped in some businesses that that have helped um, given us entertainment, you know, in our life um, from from this area, uh, this tri area, I guess you would say, because uh, everybody comes to Riverside. So um, that's what I would do. I would invest money in them so that they stay alive long enough so that future generations can hang out and do what I did. Um, when I was in my 20s. Okay, moving up the list. What is your next item, Beardo? Um, a nice rustic cabin by the beach. That's my second one. I would love to just have a nice place where I can just go and get away and not have to worry about anything. So... A little cabin, not even, not even fancy, not huge, not nothing fantastic about it. Just a nice rustic cabin, log cabin by the ocean where I could go and just get away. That's what I want. Nice. And since I'm also super rich, it would have a nice little uh, recording studio so I could do this without... <laughs> Any outside sounds? There's my contribution to the podcast. I'm surprised you didn't go with like island or something like. <laughs> I'm not an island kind of guy. That I'm not tropical. Little... Well, I mean, it's still beach. You want it to beach? It's still a beach. Yeah, but when I'm thinking beach, it's like up north, kind of cold mm. beach that's foggy all the time. Gotcha. Okay. Gets plenty of rain. That's that's the kind of beach I'm thinking. All right. Very well. Um, my next one, I'm going to stick with the whole job creator realm, something that would would require having a staff of some sort. And uh, what's one thing we don't have enough of? We don't have enough beer. So I would start my own brewery. Um, that way I don't have to travel about to get anywhere, just uh, hire the finest uh master brewer and make our own probably not tied to the podcast at that point it'll have a different name but again job creators there's never uh enough jobs so and there's never enough beer so i would have that'd be i think that'd be my legacy project start, start a brewery so that's it and Beardo, I'm oh, sorry, Stash. Stash. <laughs> What's your next one? Um, my next one would be to do a, um, it's, I would call this the stabilizing family initiative. It, it would be a straight, like you buy a house and car. Like this is what you get, you know what I mean? Um, and so in a way to build wealth at the same time and people that you love and you adore and you're in your family, this is the thing that you would do for them. And that would be my, my, my initiative is the, my stabilizing wealth, you know, program. House. So what, what kind of house and what kind of car are they getting? Well, the house and car, well, the car is not subject. The car is going to be either um, two things, an F-150 or a Chrysler uh, town and country, right? You get a van or you get a, a truck. One or the other. You don't get a pick. 
Uh, well, you, you know what I mean? So it depends you on your family size. Yeah. yeah, that's it. That's all you get. And then so and then after that, it's what's ever the median uh, household in your area. So that's that's, you know, nothing else. And so but people can't complain and go, well, he got a hundred a million dollar house and I got a five hundred dollar. Well, they live in the area where that's what it is. So that's where they're going to get. So and it happens from where you live. So you know I, mean? I guess I would hope I'm last in line and find my way into the Hamptons before you got to me. And then I would buy you a fucking nice <laughs> house. Don't worry about it. <laughs> oh, and am I getting a house in a truck too? Yeah, you got a house in a truck too. Yeah, oh, you're part of you're the, the family. Best. You're part oh, of the family. family. Yeah, you get a house in a truck. Yes. Hey, I'm rooting for you to win that yes. Powerball. Shit. Everybody you. gets in a house in a truck. Everybody builds wealth, but there's a catch. Somehow my name's involved and I get money out of everything. <laughs> it's like Trump. I, I get I get money off of my name. So that's how it happens. Hey, I'd happily live on Stash Boulevard. Yeah, there happily. you go. See? No. That's all it is. I get money off my name. So <laughs> All right, Beardo, your number one thing if you were yeah. to win five hundred million dollars. All right. This is this one's kind of out there. It would be kind of my dream, dream everything. Um, I would buy a, a, um, like a small concert venue slash recording studio, um, slash cool little bar slash eatery, um, where I could pay for big ass bands to come in and play in small little, venues and have a kind of that nice little intimate feeling and kind of recreate those those shows that I love so much. Um I absolutely love music. I love going to live shows and my favorite are going to those small clubs where they're just rocking. So, you know, it would be pretty rad to have have a club. Yeah. And not have to worry about it going under, not having to worry about paying the bills. Just go in there and do whatever I want because I got the money for it. Yeah. Are you yeah. gonna have like a kitchen involved too? Like, I just oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, and uh, Uppy and the Stash Brewing will be my my <laughs> beer suppliers as well. We'll throw in some dying breed as well because Jesus yeah. Christ, this fifty fifty is good. Mm-hmm. But you know, preferred preferred yeah. uh, suppliers would be Uppy and the Stash Brewing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I asked about the buffalo wings because you know they no go with buffalo everything. wings. Yeah. No oh, buffalo wings. Oh come on, then I I want I, I can't supply the beer. fish and chips, but no buffalo wings. You don't have to eat it; you just need to sell it. I don't want to smell it. Not cool, man. You lost <laughs> me. You Sorry. lost me on the no buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. My number one uh, thing this would make any little sportsman happy. Uh, I would just want to buy into a minority stake of one of my favorite sports league teams, uh, whichever one I could get the best deal on. Uh, on the surface, that might be the Oakland A's, um, but you never know. I would settle for maybe even the San Jose Earthquakes because uh, their home games are a good time if you've never been. Um, but, yeah, just buy enough into it to 
get the perks. Yeah. I think that would probably be fun. You know, use the owner boxers. I don't know. Whatever it is, enough to have a and like, I, don't, I don't even know what the perks are <laughs> being that rich and having, you know, a sports ownership, but I just want enough to get the taste and to know that if somehow, if something happened to the rest of the money, we can count on that business to continue printing it because I'm pretty sure that's all the sports teams do is they print money hand over fist. So pretty um, much. Yeah. Especially we were, over the last 20 years. Yeah. We were talking about a pre-show like uh, the current A's ownership bought the team in 2005 for 180 million. The latest valuation of the team is 1.1 billion. They haven't won anything since then. The stadium has only gotten worse since then. (laughs) It has gone up in value by a billion dollars in 16 years. So yes, owning a sports team is your ticket to print money. So sign me up. Stash, who looks like he is about ready to go to bed. He is. He, he looks, looks like he's hurting. Yeah. I'm, he's, I've had a long day. I've had a drive. and uh, My last thing is I'd, I'd support a local business as well. Um, I would do, um, I've, I've have a lot of favorites that I'd like to go and visit in my, to- in my town. And I want to make sure they stay open for a very, very long time. So I'd I'd make sure my I'd support my local businesses with whatever loans loans that they needed, you know, uh grants, you know, shit like that. So that they would yeah. out and maintain their maintain their integrity and a cultural appreciation for the area, you know. So that's what I would do. Okay. Sounds good. A lot of yeah. fantastic ideas here tonight. I, I think it shows, if nothing else, Beardo is the most uh, simpleton. He, he's not a man of. Uh, uh, I'm not. I'm not the, real the biggest desires. You, you're, nah. you're not. No, I wouldn't say you're not sophisticated. It's just it's not going to take you. Like you already have a good life, and it's not going to take even with the wealth of a bank account like that, it's not like it would take much to get you to feel like you need to be fulfilled or anything. I think that's what mm-hmm. it's, I think that's what I said to me. Like I, I, I clearly am one of extravagance. Yeah. I, <laughs> I don't want to be the face to something. <laughs> uh, so I just want, I just want low maintenance. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to be in the forefront of anything. I don't want to have to work real hard. I just want to enjoy life. Just want to have a good time. Yeah. Um, Stash, he just wants to bring everyone up with him. Yeah. I know. What a nice guy. I believe he's still muted. Yeah. I think he took a phone call. Is what happened. Oh, he's not even talking to us now. We're just not that important. (laughs) Fuck that guy. Aw. He's uh, he's FaceTiming well, with someone a little bit more important than us. That makes <laughs> <So>. <laughs> me an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it awkward. You're going to end the show right then and there. So we're going to keep it going so Stash can say goodbye to the audience. But um, uh, quick topic, uh, Beardo, how did you feel about the Super Bowl? 
Um, I loved it, actually. I really, really enjoyed it. I didn't think it was going to play out the way that it did. Um, so seeing Tampa Bay win, I mean, they won big, too. Seeing Tampa Bay win huge like that was kind of cool. I was the whole time I was watching it, I was watching it with my father-in-law. I'm like, oh, Kansas City is going to come back. Oh, just wait till the third quarter. They'll come roaring back. And then the fourth quarter, oh, well, they'll score easily score two touchdowns, maybe even three. It'll be it'll be a close game. And then nothing ever happened. No. And so it was pretty <clears throat> unbelievable. But I'm pretty happy with the way it came out. I I, I was fine. Um, Tom Brady aside, the Tampa franchise hasn't had much for about 20 years. So I was happy for the people who are fans of the team. And one thing, like if you look at the totality of like the last two Super Bowls, Patrick Mahomes has played eight quarters in the Super Bowl, and he's played like shit for seven and a half of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did beat the Niners last year, but it wasn't until like there was like ten minutes left in the game that all of a sudden shit happened for them. Yeah. Um, so something to think about moving forward is Patrick Mahomes a new Peyton Manning. Yeah, he's gonna be the most right. dominant regular season quarterback we've ever seen. But I, I think we learned uh, he got flustered in that playing hero ball, and Tampa Bay had the perfect defensive scheme for it. Mm-hmm. They they forgot to take what the defense gives you, <laughs> and yeah, it know, was satisfying to see to see Kansas City not even score a touchdown. Is impressive. Yeah, I mean, shoot, in the entirety of Patrick Mahomes' career, which is only three whole seasons, but still, think only once ever lost by more than seven points. Oh wow! Never lost in double digits. Like, Hmm. man, they got manhandled. They got destroyed. Yeah, manhandled. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that, that Tampa Bay defense looked really good. They were fast and they were aggressive and disciplined. And Didn't Tampa Bay lose to Kansas City in the regular season? Yes. Was it close? I don't remember what the score was on that. Um, it was one of the situations where Kansas City was up huge in the beginning because – I'm not sure if you remember, but like Tyreek Hill almost broke a record. He had like in the first quarter of one of that game, he had over 200 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't even know that Pat Mahomes got more than 200 yards throwing in the Super Bowl, <laughs> but he got more than 200 in the first quarter when they met. So they got out to this huge lead, and Tampa Bay kept chipping away at it. Um, mm-hmm. They made it close in the end, but I think back then we all probably would have just assumed it was garbage time. But, yeah, but they continue the trend. I mean, they just whooped them, and they said, I- "I'm just watching from my home," and I- it was just very satisfying. Mm-hmm. And up until recently, I-, I would have had no reason to hate Kansas City. I mean, they're another mm-hmm. franchise that didn't do shit for fifty years. Yeah. But just like how I, I equate it to like what happened in the Red Sox. <laughs> hmm. You love them because you knew the pain that they felt. And then the second they got a taste of the redemption, 
all of a sudden their fans just turn into huge assholes. Yeah. And it's like, fuck you. Like, did you not just remember <laughs> what you went through all those decades? And now all of a sudden you're not like your entitled prick. So once yeah, the game starts going that way, fuck them. Hey, if the 49ers ain't going to win the Super Bowl every year, then I'm happy with it bouncing around from different team to different team mm-hmm. every single year. I don't need it's to so see fun. a repeater. However, yeah. I'd love to see the 49ers win it the next 22 years in a row. That would sure. be great. Why not? You know, kind of like kind of like my Alabama team does every year <laughs> in college football. I mean, that's kind of nice. I would like not to see the 49ers that <laughs> dominant. <laughs> yes, but, you know, it's a... It's a great thing for a fan when your team finishes number two and it's a bad year. I mean, that's as a fan, that's fantastic. Have we ever established the legitimacy of you being an Alabama fan? Like, I know you always have been. For the for the audience's sake, I've known Beardo since we were teenagers. He has always been an Alabama fan, and Alabama was even good back then. So I know it's not like a bandwagon thing. I'm just, I'm trying to reestablish how it became to be that you guys were, because your dad is too. I know your dad's a Bama fan. So, <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I started out as a bandwagon fan for sure, um, but um, not just because Alabama was good. So when I have my dad's best friend is like my uncle. So I call him my mm-hmm. uncle. And uh, he lives in Alabama. He lives in Mobile. And in 1992, I think it was 92, we drove down to Alabama and visited them. Mm-hmm. And we got there and they gave us all sorts of Alabama gear because they're huge Alabama fans because there's nothing else to root for in Alabama other than <laughs> Alabama, Alabama football. <laughs> or if you're a Auburn. terrible human, yeah, you vote for or you root for Auburn. So... Uh, we get down there. They're huge Alabama fans because all sorts of Alabama stuff. So being a guy who just likes sports, um, I start following Alabama. And I think that was the year that they won the national championship against Miami. Mm-hmm. And right. so automatically, I'm just now a huge fan. I've got the gear. They just won a national championship. I'm 11 years old. I'm a fan. I'm hooked. And then shortly thereafter, they got busted huge for uh, violations of recruiting. And so they just sucked and sucked (laughs) and sucked. But I was still a huge fan, still a huge fan. Um, And then I think it was 2007 or 2008, they hired Nick Saban. And it's just been good since then. So I've been a lucky fan for about, 13 years now so it's pretty good but there have been some very bad years in between that all right we have the history now (laughs) yeah that's that's the history of me being an alabama fan so that is still the only time i've ever been to alabama um i haven't been back to the state since then um (laughs) but for my 40th birthday which is coming up in nine months now um I told my wife she will buy me tickets to the Iron Bowl, um, but we will go to the Iron Bowl. That's Alabama against Auburn uh, when it's at the University of Alabama, not when it's at Auburn. So this year it'll be at Auburn. So we won't go for my 40th birthday. We'll actually go for my 41st birthday. 
Yeah, I mean, Pedersen, sorry, you're not even sure if it's going to be truly uh, 100% safe. Yeah, no, by then, especially, so. especially in Alabama where they like to, you know, throw COVID parties and get everyone to get COVID. Yeah. No, not a bad yeah. goal. Not a bad goal at all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. It'll be a wonderful time. Even though I don't like the state or the team. I know it's going to be a wonderful atmosphere. So, be a good mm-hmm. time. Yeah. All right. So, Stash, we waited for you to get back to say goodbye. So. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate that. That was a weird. We didn't want to cut you out of the end. I had a, what are you doing, Daddy, phone call. Uh, so. Not a problem. We yeah. understand. <laughs> uh, well, we understand so now. I did call you a fucking asshole while it was happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no. Yeah, thanks. Well, he took a call from like the one person who it would be acceptable to get a phone call. Except for the fact that it's 10 30 at night. I don't know that a five year old should still be awake at 10 30. Uh, my 10, my, my five, my five year old is up at all hours. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> he'll, he'll stay up and eat popcorn until 12 if he could. So it doesn't matter. <laughs> Give him the opportunity; he'll be there to do it, hang out, and do it. He's like his dad. So, yeah, I was gonna say we do the same thing. Here we are, super yeah. late at night, yeah. just talking and doing virtually nothing. He'll nope. do the same thing. Yep. Uh, give him the opportunity; he'll be there, just hang out. So. Yeah. All right, gents. Thank you for your time tonight. It's good seeing both your faces on this Zoom call. And thank you for the audience for listening to us week in and week out. All like 12 of you, we appreciate it. And uh, make sure you're hitting us up on social media. We have an Instagram, a Twitter, and a Facebook. We have tried getting into the meme game lately. It's not going so well, but we're trying. (laughs) It's better than posting nothing. So there's that. So make sure you search... uh, any of the platforms you search for Uppy and Stash and you'll find us. And uh, I want to thank again Beardo and Stash for coming on tonight. And until next week, we wish you a good afternoon, a good evening, and good night.